0: Hey, good morning and welcome to the Patriot Radio News Hour. We're rocking and firing from beautiful Deer Valley, Arizona. I'm your hamburger helper host this morning, Eric Cedar Strum, former CEO, shipping clerk, janitor of this great company. This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group, legal, lawful, constitutional tender, gold and silver. Things that are tangible and real, one 800 9510592 Operators are standing by. we got a whole bank of them. Well, actually, it's just Arlene out front. That's it. No salesman will call. You can also have no salesman at all. You don't have to talk to anybody. You can while away the wee hours for you hermits stuck in cabins up in Idaho somewhere at allamericangold.com. Allamericangold.com. It's got news you can order. It's got prices. It's got news to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. That's an old line that we had from years ago, and I still like it, and it still applies today. I'm Hamburger Helper, your Friday guy. Guy Friday, I get to come in, do this, uh, look forward to it. And uh, Joe still allows me. Sitting in with the new CEO, president of his company, Nephew, who does a great job, keeps us all going. He's really upgraded everything, and uh, everything's just running along swimmingly. Joe Janquin, good morning. How are you? I want to remind everybody, the clocks change. This weekend. Well, it doesn't here in Arizona, because we don't want the sun on an extra hour. It'll burn our yards out. So, so I think we now move to Pacific time. Yeah? I'm looking at yeah. you for help here. Well, everything, let me see. It springs ahead. So we're on mountain time now, because when everything fell back, we stayed the same. So now California is an hour behind or head, however you look at it. And now, let me see, so California will spring ahead, and yes, we'll all be, we'll be on Pacific time. So we'll be on 9 o'clock Arizona time, 10 o'clock Colorado time. Yeah, there you have Starting it. Starting on Monday. It's always weird. So I don't know why we don't touch our clocks, but it really messes up radio. <laughs> you know, it does. So I don't know how they do it. So that's why a lot, a lot of shows, somehow, this program, one of the longest running in America, uh, over two decades now. Um, with the mothership up there in uh, KHNC 1360 Colorado. Thanks for all the wonderful people that listen up there and supported this company throughout the years. Joe, I have one question, though. Are you you against the Dollar Shave Club or something? Have you heard about that? It was no shave November. Yeah, I know. Now what happened? (laughs) Well, I I mean... We have to go to counseling? (laughs) I kind of enjoyed not shaving. What's going to happen now playing golf in... uh, when it's 110. Well, it may come up. Yeah, I'll bet that. They, you know, I've mean, this is only during the glory time of why we live in Arizona. You know, you know, hair does not grow on steel. Therefore, I still have been unable to grow a beard. But I have to tell you, when I finally did take a shot at it, I'm like, you know, it looks like, well, pretty much goat hairs. But uh, it came in gray. <laughs> Very, well, look, very look at this. Very upsetting. Me, yeah. I can give Santa Claus a run for his money. Do, Let's just uh, put it that way. I'm just telling you that uh, that uh, you're starting to freak me out a little bit. So if you're gray, how old am I? That's the question. You know how old I am? This is my 40 year high school reunion this year. Wow, you are old. 40. I know, getting there. So, and I actually put together. I got a good program for you. I put together. Uh, what thing? What has happened in the last 40 years with some various prices and things? But really, this is spring. The high is going to be what 87 degrees today or something. This is the type of year where time of year where a where a man turns his fancy to cars, hot rods. <laughs> I, say, well, see, I, I actually board. turned away because <laughs> I didn't want to. Like, somehow I was not going to be able to hear it if I just turned away. <laughs> nope, this is the time of year, man. you got to get out in the muscle cars here in Arizona and the convertibles and get the hot rods and roll them around in it. But, why? Well, yeah, good guys are in town this weekend, so which is kind of nice. That's the uh, old cars. That's running out at Westworld this weekend. So I like to go out there and walk them. They get a lot of cars out there. It really is amazing, and they do a great job. But, you know, I think I was having a thought this morning, when I saw "Welcome to Deer Valley," and I'm like, we've been broadcasting here from Deer Valley, Arizona, now since '05, and I'm trying to figure out why they named it Deer Valley. Um, you know, this is the desert. There used to be water holes. You don't believe we had water holes when we were a kid, and, and believe it or not, you'd see deers up here in the North Valley. But turns out somebody hit a deer with an airplane, and I think oh. that's how it happened. So in the '60s. So like, how rare is that to hit a deer? in the middle of the desert in arizona with an airplane but i guess it happened of course maybe it's i don't know bambi you know bambi's like 50 now and uh 55 i think the movie yeah that's how old it goes way back wow you know. i know You wouldn't think about that of course bambi's retired now he's a biker and I'm not kidding you. He lives on disability. <laughs> he's part of Viagra's Angel. Turns out that uh, he started a movement that they think that there was a second shooter on the grassy knoll that got his mother.
1: <laughs>
0: so he's all tatted up now So on disability. I'm sorry. You just never know where this is going to go. My wow. wife, we started the Tatted Deer thing this is on text line. Anyway, one 800 We might actually, at some point, this is a business radio program. We've worked hard to get the news out to you throughout the years, and uh, we'll try not to disappoint you. Thanks for tuning in. Um, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy life. So now we're heading in, this week we're heading into the debt ceiling deal again. Yes, right. they want to, uh, the, the new treasury secretary is asking them to raise the ceiling. And, of course, next week we have that and Janet Yelling, who's going to apparently now be raising rates next week. Well, it's like a 90% chance they're calling. Uh, yesterday it went to 100%. 100 100%, right. Well, we're going to talk about everything going up, and it's going to keep going up. But is it going up, or is what you work for going down? Patriot Radio News Hour will continue after these messages. Hey, you're listening to the Patriot Radio News Hour, rocking and firing on a Friday. Smoke them if you got them. Thanks for tuning in. We were going to talk about the debt ceiling, but Bambi, you know, how come Bambi? Hasn't made, you know. It, it, it was a movie icon classic, and now it's gone. Is it because you know? Think, think of the counseling sessions they'd have to have <laughs> for these little kids these days that are all, you know, drugged up or whatever pharmacies got them. You know, off. people forget. You know, when you you first saw that movie as a little kid. Oh man, I you cried were crying. I mean, it what? was. Yeah, sometimes that people don't make. What? Can you imagine showing that today? People pee to be suing. Himself. people need de- cycle. Oh, my child can't perform because they saw Bambi. You know, I'm suing Metro <laughs> Goldwyn Mayor or whoever the hell made it. How about Old Yeller? Another one. They, you know, these movies they don't make. They, they don't make it. I guess they don't want to show the kids. Did you cry when Old Yeller got it? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I think it's right in passage. Then again, right? I cry at a good commercial. Oh uh, yeah. I'm not touching that one. Mnuchin, that's the guy's name, right? Yes, Mnuchin. Steve. Steve Mnuchin. What a weird name. It's M N, right? Yes, one of the letters. They got M H or M N. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's some silent letters that, in there. That's one of those Sesame Street conundrums. <laughs> <laughs> doo, 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 doo. <laughs> not that I ever watched Sesame Street. Mnuchin's going to raise. They want him to raise the debt limit, or wow, this who the debt ceiling? Yeah, they. They. Uh, well, you know. They need to spend more money. Right. So now they're going to go into the sequester period, and they're going to take emergency measures. And Remember when they were going to close the Grand Canyon? <laughs> Remember that? That was the last one. Now, So, so d- now they'll, they'll have about five months or so, maybe six months. And if they don't raise it by then, then they'll threaten to close the Grand Canyon again. Well, they, yeah, they just stopped counting it for a long time. Remember yeah, that? right. They'll go however long it, it lasts. They'll just stop and counting. It, and then they turn it on, and it goes up $2 trillion and they shut it off again. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? These are things that Trump's got to figure out how to deal with. It's crazy. It's like somebody's at the light switch. Is it on? Yeah. No. Off. Wait. All yeah. No. I, I never seen nothing like it. I mean, this was actually a legitimate issue. That people paid attention. To. Nobody cares. Well, it's because basically, you know, you're going to add debt. Ultimately, you're going to have to pay it with uh, with your gross national product, a term nobody uses anymore either. It's now the GDP, but what you what you make here, you know, in, in, inside your lower 48 is what gives this country value and what you know what things are worth and labor hours and man hours and production. And of course, if you keep piling on debt; it has less and less value. And that's pretty much the issue that nobody pays attention to. But something's going to have to happen here. So. That's why GDP probably doesn't matter. They don't. They don't care about that either. Well, see, they changed. It used to be GNP. Yeah. Now we. Now they. But now with GDP, they don't even care about that. So somehow we lost all our steel mills, all our textile mills, all our most of our automakers. The Japanese, the Koreans, and the Germans took it all. Just about everything that we built. But yet, when we switched from Gd from GNP to GDP, nothing went down. It all went up. And now that we're going to give, you know, obviously we still report about GDP, but GDP's tracking at 1.2% and they're raising rates because nobody cares about that number. I just want to see the trick. I want to see the debt ceiling and tax cuts. <laughs> now, you talk about two... Uh, opposing polar opposites here. Are you starting to hear, oh, the tax cuts are going to have to yeah, wait? Uh-huh. Have you been hearing that? Can you, you imagine? No one's paying attention, but I think Mitch McConnell came out again today. He's next now saying the tax cuts are going to have to wait. We're going to be waiting a while. I don't get it. So, you know, these again, the, I don't care who's president. You know, Trump's our guy. And if anyone's going to get it done, it's him. But, you know, the money's just not there. You can't can't put the genie back in the bottle. you know, you got all these unfunded liabilities. And the only way, I mean, and, and I wouldn't put it past him, and I think this might be coming, is he's just going to have to figure out a way, maybe like Tom Foley wanted to do, and just print up. Tom Foley wanted to mint a coin. At the time, it was two and a half trillion, six trillion, $6 I think. $6 trillion, mint a coin, and hand it to the Treasury and the Federal Reserve and go, okay, we're done. So... Ultimately, we're going to default on it. You know it and I know it. And it's not our first time. We've already defaulted. We defaulted when they confiscated gold. Because you could get paid in U.S. treasuries and U.S. $20 gold pieces. When they confiscated gold, you could no longer do it again. In 1933, you had to accept paper. And, uh, you know, ultimately, that's what's happened. And then, now you look at the new world and where we're heading here. Have you seen the burger-flipping robots? They're all very concerned about this. The burger-flipping Robots. I mean, they should have tattoos and their hats on backwards and stuff. But so then I saw today that now they want to make a crime-fighting robot. Yes, Robocop. <laughs> He's <laughs> this, here. I know. It's getting a little weird, isn't it? So are you kidding me? A crime-fighting robot? I mean, is Hollywood going to – I can't tell you what my daughter ran into the other day, sent me a picture of it. She uh, went to work as a registered nurse in the state of Washington. And uh, she sent me, she stayed at a at a Best Western Hotel in Oregon, and they had a pancake machine. How about that? A pancake machine? Yeah, I guess you put the dough in one. Like a waffle maker, but a pancake maker? You actually pour it in, and it goes on a conveyor belt. Re-re-re- you know, they got, I don't know, little Keebler Elves in there or something. <laughs> and it comes out the other end as a pancake. Brilliant. Look, they eliminated the little guy that runs the breakfast bar in the morning and makes pancakes. That's what robots can do, so I don't know. Just to me the whole So if they're going to have cars that drive themselves Well, let's talk about and machines that will (laughs) make make hamburgers. hamburgers. Will the car drive in to the drive in window and order for you and bring it to your house and not one person touches it? (laughs) How about that? Listen, you're gonna have like a little device in your stomach. And the computer device in your stomach is going to tell the car, go drive to McDonald's because he's hungry, and order him a Big Mac and fries. I'm still, yeah, it's great. I mean, they got the right thing. Isn't that what they say? The refrigerator now will tell the car what to buy at the grocery store? Yeah. And it's all going to be automated. But I don't know about the driverless semi-trucks. They're saying they're coming. (laughs) Can you imagine that? There's no way. There's no way you're gonna turn, you know, twenty tons loose. Well, I don't know. I don't. Have you seen without a driver? Have you seen the self-driving cars around town? Do you think the computer? No, I haven't. Yeah, they've been. They're here. They're out. They have a person that sits in the driver's seat, but they're not actually not driving. No, 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 no. What that is is the guy's wife driving him around. (laughs) (laughs) She's just small. You can't see her. Do you think the driverless semi trucks, like if you go up to them, they'll have Merle Haggard playing in them? <laughs> I just love it, you know, remember when you were going on this summer trip, the family vacation, you drive past a semi and you pulled your arm down for him to honk the horn? Right. right? What are you what gonna, are gonna you do? Gonna what are so, you gonna
1: do? So
0: the computer's got a wad of snooze, you know. So you put it in there. <laughs> I ain't got 100 miles on this, so I don't know. <laughs> The whole thing's creepy, but i got to give it to the guy who invented the pancake machine. They used to have a cheeseburger. Machine. Did she take a picture of this machine? I actually have a movie of it. I'll show it to you during the break here. She texted it to me. But uh, in Kanab, Utah, at the there's only like three gas stations. One of them had a cheeseburger machine. And I used to stop there with the kids all the time. I was fascinated by it. Same deal. You'll get a hamburger patty. You can pick it out of the fridge, whichever one you like, and you put it on the thing and it just goes into the machine. And you can watch it go through the levels. Now, if you want cheese, at one point the cheese comes out and then it goes back under another broiler and it comes out of the end. Cheeseburger. Quite fascinating. Of course, it costs triple that you were going to have a guy make it for you, but it was worth it to watch it. So, I don't know. I guess we're... uh, we're all fascinated by the automation. We always had, of course. By now, when I was a kid in school, we, we were all, you know, year two thousand, how the computer, da da da. We we're all gonna have flying cars. You remember everything by now, yeah? Right, so, kind of the right. Jetsons. Yeah. So, remember my idea for the television show uh, Execution TV? I still like it. Execution <laughs> TV. Remember that? You're going You're back to the Running right Man, the running Yeah. yeah. Man. I think they need to bring it up. So. You know, if you're gonna, if you want to, you know, be a terrorist, we're going to execute you on television. And I think it's, it's, I think it's where we're headed. I think it's going to happen. Now, Fox has just introduced, introduced a new TV program. Starts. Uh, you are the jury. How about that? You are the jury. Right. So you get a case. Everybody like American Idol gets to vote, Should we hang them. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so then they go, "That's everybody call lock in." You know, I'm sure they got. Right. Who needs Judge Judy? <laughs> right? We pay her way too much. Right. So you're gonna be able to call in with the verdict. I mean, this. I, I mean, ultimately, it's got to go to. X- Why not? You. Right. So how about one, we let him off. Two, we kill him, and then they zoom in on the defendant, and it's just like he was vote one. Bone! <laughs> one! Just one! <laughs> Let me go! <laughs> He's banging please. Right, right. Tell me that they vote to kill the guy, then ultimately we're going to need Richard Dawson, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're on to something. So, which one of our superstars should kill him? So, you know, you want to be a terrorist? we, we got a television channel waiting for you. Of course, you know, people do it because they want... Or fifteen minutes you know and game. you can have like different scenes like blow up Baghdad or you know you could go there or or New York City you can pick your destination of where you'd like to get killed right or you could you could walk into a bar in Sturgis South Dakota with a helmet on and go I hate all you bikers During <laughs> <laughs> in bike week yes. yeah bike week in Sturgis yeah yeah a lot of different ways uh, would you watch it Heck yeah is that where we're heading hey, hey purview. Yeah pay-per-view. You know, it would... And let's face it, it probably would limit uh, people's enthusiasm to go drive a semi through a crowd. You know, they made that movie. I didn't actually watch it, but uh, it was. I think it was called The Purge, where one day a year you, you could just go kill people right. and get away, and, and nothing bad would happen. You just had to survive The Purge. In the 70s, we had Death Race 2000, where you could get points for running over people. <laughs> Is that where that came from? Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> I, I don't want to see how the movie go. Oh, the guy's still as mean as ever. He just ran over his pit crew for eighty-three points. <laughs> <laughs> so with driverless semi trucks, there'd be nobody to blame, would there? So you think the attorneys are just licking their chops at this deal? So I don't know. We already had this conversation. Did you know that there's an ISIS magazine? Oh, by the way, how many troops do we dispatch today? 2,500. 2,500 troops are going to Kuwait. Kuwait. And we're going to be uh, getting ready, I guess, to help out. Apparently, the last time we dispatched this regiment, uh, it started uh, Gulf War Number 7 or whatever they call it these days. So, But ISIS has a magazine. What's it called? I- I crickets chirping. I'm with you. Yeah. Rumaya? R U M I Y A? I don't know what it means. I probably just said a cuss word, but uh,
1: but
0: uh, <laughs> Ramon beep that out, please. Yeah, Ramon says whenever I'm on, he's got me on the uh, the cough button here. Expect a seven second delay of silence. But uh, but anyway, they're saying here in America, lack in this magazine, lack of manliness is hurting marriages. You know, where the man's not you know dominant enough. So the feminazis are running everything. So if you have that problem in your marriage, you're listening to the radio this morning, look over at your wife right now and go, fix me a sandwich, chubby. (laughs) Wow. And we'll see how the manliness works out in your family. (laughs) I don't think that's going to go over too well. This is a paid program and is provided for informational purposes only. You yeah, got to get that disclaimer in there. Oh, so I don't know. You know, maybe he's onto something, but you know, the feminazi's—they're running everything. And uh, you know, when you really, when you look at the, the well, Elizabeth Warren or you know Nancy Pelosi or look at you know the the, the women that have risen to the top, Hillary Clinton, and you look at at the agendas, you know that uh, the visceration of America. And uh, you know who I missed was, uh, uh, Phyllis Schlafly. You know? Yeah. She just, God, she was so good. You know, she stood up for American family values and the way things used to be. And just because of the, the way things used to be doesn't make them better. But looking at the way things used to be where we are today, and what, the socioeconomic destruction of this country, they, uh, I think it was better. The nuclear American family is just blown apart. It's halftime <laughs> on Friday here at Radio News Hour. You never know what you're going to hear. Stay with us this is the phyllis schlafly report from phyllis schlafly eagles a national volunteer organization founded by phyllis schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital and now from the archives of phyllis schlafly eagles here is phyllis schlafly
1: Every now and then, it's interesting to have a foreigner give his impressions of how different he sees the America we think we know. That's what Alexis de Tocqueville famously did in the 1830s. Now a scholar from the country of India named Vishal Mangawadi is the author of a new book that presents a view of history that is both informative and provocative. It's called The Book That Made Your World. As a young man growing up in India, Mangalwari wondered how the Western world became so successful while his own native India remained backward and in the clutches of poverty. He came to the belief that the Bible created the soul of Western civilization, that the Bible is the root of all that is good in literature, science, education, and government. He says that the belief that man is made in the image of God that man has creative ideas, a soul, and a free will, radically changed the world and its inhabitants. Other civilizations are so different. During ancient times, heroism was defined by the power to conquer and rule. In medieval times, physical strength and the skill to use weapons became the criterion for heroism. Eastern religions looked for bliss within their own consciousness and tried to shut out the world by mantras, meditation, and silence. Although some non-Western civilizations started out ahead in mathematics, in certain inventions, and in medicine, the lack of a belief that man was created in God's image left them way behind, and the West surged ahead. Christian truths led to success in the West and progress in science and inventions. This author believes that rejection of the Bible is causing the decline of America and Western civilization. The name of this book is The Book That Made Your World.
0: This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Religious liberty is under attack. In schools, churches, and private businesses, a new wave of hostility to religion is being touted by the media and upheld by radical judges. To share your thoughts and experiences, go to pseagles.com and join the blog conversation. That's pseagles.com. Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Patriot Trading Group sponsors this program for two decades. You can reach them at one 800 951 add to your portfolio. Not because you're going to get rich or double or triple your money, which ultimately I think you're going to see, but you need to have things put away that are tangible and real. A little wealth insurance, something you can count on. And my 40th year, 40 years out of high school, 1977 I graduated. The Wall Street opened the year of the thousand. Lost seventeen percent that that year, but the Dow, will give it went high to highs, so I just kind of went through everything. Forty years ago, the average price of a home in this country—we'll take a shot at it. Now we're not going back sixties or you know forties or thirties, you know, or we went off gold standards. I'm, matter of fact, just the opposite. You could own gold in seventy-seven. So, yeah, you could. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, I'm going to go twenty four thousand. You know, that's kind of what I thought it was too. And I I don't know if they massage the numbers, but I went through it uh, according to the government, the official price forty nine thousand, nineteen seventy seven. But remember, we were on the cusp of runaway inflation. You know that, that we had twenty three percent prime rate prime rate thirty six months later in nineteen eighty. So forty nine thousand today. So based on that today, they say the. Average price of a home in 2016, the 2017 data isn't in India, 221 thousand. Now out here it's 300 something, but this is for the nation. I guess you got to factor in uh, got small in towns, Taduka, right? Right. right. And Ocean Springs, Mississippi. So from 49 thousand to 221 thousand, that's a 351 percent increase in 40 years. If you divide that by 40, housing gone up 8.7 percent per year. In 40 years. Now, again, these are things you have to look at philosophically. That, uh, existentially speaking, is the house going up, good or bad? So they they tell us the housing market going up is all good news, right? Correct. Always has been good news, right? So housing never goes down, even though it takes 250 percent more to buy today if you're graduating in 2017 from high school than you did in 1977. It uh, it's good. It's good. So we'll all agree on that. Average home price rising is good. The Dow Jones, 20889 this morning. 40 years ago today, before it fell, it was at 1000 So if you look at, at that rate over 40 years, divided by 40, I did it all for you, 4.97% per year in 40 years. Did it keep up with housing? No, half. So it didn't keep up with housing. All right, gas going up, good or bad? Uh, I'm going to go with bad. People say, but not Wall Street. Remember Wall Street? We need rising oil prices. You know, Wall Street fell here before Trump got elected, if you remember, because oil was falling. Yes. Right? Now, oil rising again was supposed to drive the Dow. Of course, the Dow's dropped, or oil's dropped over 10% in the last week or so. Yeah, oil uh, below 50% was falling again today as well. Yeah, I had it at uh, 50 bucks this morning. Gas price, 1977. Our second oil shock was just about ready to hit. We had our first one in 73, uh, 65 cents a gallon, national average. Today at 220 is what they're figuring. Um, that works out to 22% per year in 40 years. That's the price of fuel. So now, we look at that. And I looked, I had to double-check that again, but remember, go up 10%, it's only 6.5 cents coming off a of 65 right cents a gallon so that's where we're at um, a brand new Chevrolet suburban this is interesting now I'm giving you these calculations because they uh, well you know it helps you helps you make decisions so fuel going up obviously at that rate is not good that's purchasing power of the dollar going down to buy a brand new Chevy truck, a Suburban. And the reason I picked that is I saw a window sticker on a brand new one. It was $76,000 the other day. $76,000. If you're graduating from high school, you better make a lot of money. You're not so you could dollars. have, uh, the Suburban today is almost like two homes you could have bought. 40 years ago. Two homes 40 years ago. Just in 40 years. And again, I'm not coming off Great Depression numbers. I'm just giving you what's happened. Since the day they kicked me out of high school, and that is an accurate term. <laughs> <laughs> well, someone just passed this kid. That's what You know what they did? They made me teach weightlifting to the incoming freshman football team, and then they mailed my diploma.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're not coming to the ceremony. No. Well, somehow I ended up playing uh, junior college football. Figure that one out. So anyway, 6700 bucks was the price of a Suburban not 76,000, up 25.8% per year, per year, per year, incredible thought, so we see houses up 8.7, you got uh, oil up 22% a year, you got uh, Chevys up 25% a year, and say your dollar's going down, let's check in on gold, you knew I was going to get there, right, gold you could own in 1977, it was 161 bucks for its high of the year. At uh, $1,200 today, that's 29.5% per year for the last 40 years. Don't buy any. So, there, you keep this. Now, again, this is through highs, lows. Uh, how many wars? Well, the Vietnam War was done. So, the Gulf War, one and two, I guess that's it. And these are 40, 40 years of good years. This is what happens with paper money. So, you're losing 300% every 40 years. And, you know, Just based on, would you agree, that's just a normal time comparison? You buy a house, you buy a car, right? You put fuel in it. 30-year mortgage today is at 4.17% to finance that $221,000 home. And again, rising interest rates. Bill Gross made a comment here, and I watched it a while back ago, and and I put it in my head. And I just thought about it, and I looked it up again this morning to make sure that I had it right. He said that if the 10-year hits 2.6 percent, which it did this week. It did it did this morning. It's it, Right now it's just below that at 2.595 or something uh, this morning. 2.6 will trigger a bond market implosion. Yes, some bear market in bonds. Now, I think it's coming anyway because, you know, what we haven't had for a long time. You think of these corporate bonds and a lot of these municipalities that are swimming in debt I mean, you know, that are just using the bond money you give them to pay their retirees Do you understand that's what they're doing with it? To re- repay tired cops that are living in another state you understand that's what they're doing with these municipal bonds in a lot of these cities And then you think of what we haven't had for a while through this economic cycle of don't, you know, don't give us any bad news just show us good news and then, and then uh, bail out everything and that's what they did. They bailed out everything. Well not they didn't bail out the American worker. They didn't bail out the average American homeowner. They didn't bail out the average American businessman. We all had to suffer together. But I think there's another long term capital out there. If you remember that it was it was where a single bond uh indice, uh I forget what I'm looking for the word. It's not a it's not an ETF, but it's a but anyway. a wreath of some sort some sort that has the ability to take out a bank. And I think it's out there with these rising rates. Well, you think about rising rates, you think about all this. Uh, today, is an example, Staples closing another 70 stores. Radio Shack, which I didn't even know they still had 1,500 stores. Looks like they're all going out. Well, we'll talk about that when we get back. What are we going to do with all these malls? Maybe we could turn them into hockey arenas. We'll be back. Patriot Radio News Hour on a Friday. Thanks for tuning in today. To thank everybody that uh, helps this show get out. You got Ramon. You got Cody up uh, in Colorado running the board. Everybody's working hard, producers, and uh, it's great to still be part of this after all this time. We're kind of doing a rundown on what things cost 40 years ago. I'm feeling a little nostalgic and looking at talking about interest rates and things that uh, well, and all the changes that this country's facing, and can we get it back? Can it ever come back? Five-year CD yield, by the way, for you people looking for bank uh, returns, 1.26% this morning. Money markets, we're going to go into a money market, 0.30. How about that? Hey. Before taxes. And fees. <laughs> <NPs. laughs> oh, by the way, taxes are three oh oh oh. It's uh, getting a little creepy out there, so I'm just kind of watching all this. Now, you got the student loan thing and the default that's facing this country, Purdue University has come out with a new way for college funding. I don't know if you saw this. It's called an ISA. I didn't see you hear that. that? An income share agreement. So, they're going to educate you. And again, these are only in certain fields. I think if you want to get a liberal arts degree, I don't think they're going to invest in that. But Purdue will want a percentage of the income that you make for the next Ten years when you graduate. How You're about Sure, it's that? only ten. No, I just guess they didn't give the term, so they maybe, just want to. Maybe just, it's hey, for life. They just want a little vig. They want a little slice. I want the vig. I owe my soul to Purdue and the company store. So I thought that was interesting. So you know to get around the college loan, but you know I think it's one thing owe the money to the government. It might be a little bit different owing your life to Purdue <laughs> University. <laughs> They buy- next thing you know, the boilermaker mascots chasing you
1: down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got Bubber says that says, Honestly, I didn't go to Purdue, you know? <laughs> That's amazing though, all the things they're coming up with. Why? Because if we do get rising interest rates You know, the uh the average price of cars seventy six thousand. I saw the zero percent financing. My wife and I I saw a commercial for a Chevy last night, 0%. And I'm like, well, here, you know, it's March. 0% financing came in after uh, the crash year of 08. Right. It it hasn't left yet. They can't. How are they going to, I mean, how do you finance a $76,000 Suburban at 8% interest? You know what the payment is? It's more than I make a month. That's crazy. So now you're going to need 30-year financing. You're gonna need a house mortgage at eight percent. I mean, for a suburban, something's got to give here. So there's none of this is making any sense now. When you get to tax cuts along with the uh, debt ceiling, you know, and let me just put that in clarify. Look at look at the country as, as your home budget. Okay, what you're going to do is cut the income. That's what the tax. That's where they get their money. Tax taxes. So if you tax. If you take in less money without taking care of the now I'm not talking about debt we're adding on, I'm talking about the debt that's sitting there, the mortgage that's on every one of us in this country. Doesn't work, does it? Now you want to raise interest rates? And you know the one thing that people don't realize is especially, you know, you look at whether it's your commercial real estate, your the the all the office buildings, all these businesses, these mega corporations, they all do it. On short-term loans, short-term rate that got every three, five, seven years readjust. You got to go back and redo the loan. Well, that was Ross Perot. I remember him saying, "America has all its long-term problems financed with short-term solutions." Yeah, sure. That's what I'm talking about. These municipalities, these uh, there's debt time bombs out there that are just everywhere. I don't think it can be fixed. And I mean, even if you get the smokestacks running, get everybody going, you know, you realize people are going to have to make, you know. In General Motors, in 1977, you were making $28 an hour to build Chevy trucks. That cost how much? $6,700. bucks. right, so they go, oh, God, we can't pay people more than $10 an hour or the prices will go up. Well, they're going up anyway. So something's got to happen here. So how are they going to do that? You know, they did a thing on the the one thing that they did. There's actually an HBO series or a Frontline a front line on PBS about what happened to the meat cutters, the meat cutter unions, and how they destroyed them. You know, Safeway again. You're making twenty plus dollars right. an hour, a teamster, associated grocer worker, twenty plus dollars an hour and, and, and a supermarket, the meat cutter, that was that was a great job. That was so, a really good job. You know, they've gotten rid of all that. And again, did the price of groceries go down? No. Everything. I don't, that, you know, that's the problem. They get rid of this stuff, but nothing ever gets cheaper. doesn't go down. Now, half the country... They moved the car cheaper. production to Mexico. The cars are not cheaper. Oh, God, no. They're expensive. They move them back here Be it'll be $150,000. 150000 for a new suburb. We'll finance it 0% for 65 years. <laughs> to go along with your student loan. Right. Your ISA. I owe all my money to General Motors and Purdue. Matter, <laughs> <laughs> matter of fact, Purdue has been kind enough. They're also going to let you have your car for free as well. That's pretty nice of them. Of course, I don't know. And half the country, see the article this week, half the country doesn't have 500 bucks. They don't have $500 in savings. They have it on credit lines, on their credit cards. I don't know what percentage, but half the country, let me say that again, half the country, I should have cited the article. I saw it. Um, it was not some conservative right wing think tank. It was a mainstream article. Half the country does not have $500. How many people in this country? 300 million? Is that what it is? Something like that. Yeah, 320 million. 320 million. So 160 million people cannot write a check for 500 bucks. You know, the good news is if you're one in a million like me and you live here, there's 320 people just like you. <laughs> How, about, oh how about the Arizona Coyotes demanding how much? $221 million from the U- from Arizona ta- Phoenix taxpayers. They would like a new hockey arena. They have one right now. Right, that's only eight or nine or ten years old that has now bankrupted the city of Glendale. They can't hire police officers because of the hockey team. And they have the unmitigated audacity to demand $220 million from taxpayers so they can get a new one. You know why hockey doesn't work out here? Because the ponds don't freeze over. (laughs) There was no skating on the Christopher Swimming Pool to play hockey in January out here. I know nothing about the sport except it has a position named
1: right wing. Mano, mano. Mano, mano. Mano,
0: mano. <politicism> God bless your remote Sesame Street. You ever see those cows do that yet? See this? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Man, you are on the ball. So I wanted to get a segment, and I asked him during the break because uh, Trump announced we're sending B-52s. To South Korea. South Korea. South Korea. When I saw th- it, I thought... I almost thought you said North Korea. Yeah. But no, South, South Korea. Korea. That's right. Not North Korea yet. So, but they're on their way. So, does that mean they're going to... The gals are going to go over and sing Love Shack <laughs> <laughs> to Kim Jong-un or whatever? <laughs> See, they showed that other that guy, the... Did the, you say, you know what, oh, I The think North I, Korea guy so, watching the missile. But I, I, I think I've got it figured out. What we need to do to get him in line is... Make it impossible for him to watch like any James Bond or Mission Impossible. I mean, you, you see, I mean, they assassinated his half brother by. I know that was creepy. Right? Well, you know, Four straight of out of, of like eight. a you know Mission Impossible or a Matthew Bourne episode. But they showed him sitting watching the missiles. This week, you see that I saw that, and and my buddy Cliff runs the car thing in the back. He goes, man, the guy's sitting there." I go, "If you had missiles like that, wouldn't you sit and watch them? That'd be cool." What are you doing? I'm watching some missiles today. Drone, no missiles. We're no, them out. I got laser beams on sharks. I got to laugh at the break music. <laughs> manah I'll never be able to hear the word Mnuchin without going na manah. Minuchin. Some of you people think that's funny, don't you? I know. So I'm already getting texts over the uh, chubby remark to the wife. It's not. Uh, sorry about that, but that's uh, that's why they have the uh, the disclaimer. What do we got here for the weekend? Um, nothing. They working any congressman working any? I, I you know, don't know any. you know, we, I, I don't know of any protest. The we did have the government jobs number. Uh, that was good as well. Two hundred and thirty-some thousand jobs. non-farm payroll. Yes, like really? seasonally adjusted. God, I saw that. You know, I saw those people. I thought they were farmers. <laughs> we really need the non-farm payroll. Are you kidding me? Well, you know what? Is that when they decided farmers didn't matter? I guess, or because of the the uh, the you know the workers that come in, trans whatever. So they come in and out. You can't hire them. They got to pick lettuce and move on to another field. So they didn't want to put that into the jobs figure. Gotcha. Transient workers. Quick look here at the markets. Gold's at $1,200 even right now, silver's at $16.90. And the Dow's kind of teetering back and forth. Uh, Last time I saw it was up, up 10 points. Uh, crude oil down now below forty nine dollars, forty eight dollars in change. Yeah, let's see, forty eight ninety six. Uh, the Dow, I'm sorry, the Dow's up thirty. The S P's up six. The Nasdaq is up nineteen. As they now say, there will be a one hundred percent chance of a rate hike come Wednesday. Well, that uh, forty years from now, I don't know. It'll be if you're graduating from high school this year. You didn't even say what was the ten-year note forty years ago. Oh, I didn't look it up. Yeah had to be Eight? five i probably had to be what 10 and climbing 10 and climbing maybe 11 yeah. 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 yeah 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 it had to be it got up way high 30 a year went to 20 plus remember you could get 25% on a cd <laughs> now you get oh point how about that 25 if you had a million bucks in the bank you got a quarter million a year to give it to them now they charge you <laughs> Ma na ma doo doo God bless everybody. Thanks for tuning in. They let me do this on Fridays. I'll see you next week. Till then, God bless all of you. Have a great weekend. Bye then.